We are back. Welcome to another episode of More Than a Title. I'm your host, Jared Thomas, Chief Revenue Officer at Outside the Box Digital. And uh, you know, I got my boy with me, my co host, my brother, my bridge, and my cousin, your favorite CEO's favorite CEO, Chatty O, the CEO. What's good, baby? What's going on, baby? We're in the building. We're in the building despite technical difficulties. <laughs> He's ready. We got to get the energy. I got to get my guy right. I got to get the energy right. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. You know what? Uh, let's start off with, 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 the, with the motto. You already know if it ain't bright, it just ain't right. Black is so boring. It's the summertime and you guys got on black shirts. I just don't understand it. I got my <laughs> paid and full shirt. It. I got my paid and full I'm feeling like ace right now. <laughs> let's get it, y'all. But yo, let's before do we it. do, before we kick yeah. this off, man, we got an amazing guest today. And let's just take care of, you know, some set the table. First off, shout yep. out to all of our followers and our listeners and supporters. We're glowing and glowing every week because of you guys. So thank you for the comments, the we downloads, subscriptions. We appreciate the merchandise, all of that, man. We out here doing it. Y'all give us a lot of, you know, a lot of wing. Now, a lot of wind beneath our wings to keep going and keep the shit pushing. We Facts. really appreciate y'all. And shout out to our distribution partners, the Live Podcast Network. If you want to hear more mm -hmm. exclusive content and black from black creators such as more than the title, you go there, you download the app, mm -hmm. support your black content creators. And now Exclusive. let's get into it. Exclusively. Exclusive. Exclusive. Exclusively, baby. But this one, you know what I'm saying? You know, we. Ex I, I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're going to do this, man. Yeah. But I'm going to introduce this brother because and it's going to be a long we'll pause. You know what I'm saying? Because this brother is real. <laughs> he already knew it was coming. He knew it was coming. I said pause. Already. I said pause. But this brother currently lives in the Bay Area. He's the global yeah. head of social media for Logitech and formerly led mm. social efforts at Google. Prior to Google, this brother led social media efforts at THX Limited, founded by George Lucas, where he built a social presence from the ground up and worked on social media campaigns for Creed, A Star is Born, Jurassic World, Uncle Drew, and Aladdin. His social media campaigns have driven brand awareness efforts for General Motors, the NBA, Pepsi, Dallas Cowboys, Spotify, AT&T, and several other Fortune 500 companies. This brother's also been recognized by local and national PR marketing and advertising outlets, including St. Aron, which is founded by Solange Knowles, BET, CNN, American Advertising Foundation, Huffington Post, Ad Age, Blavity, Ad Week. That boy name dropping. That boy going crazy. He's going crazy. That boy name dropping. That boy going crazy. He's one of them more crazy. He's one of them crazy, man. He's also yeah. published three books, teaches social media at the Miami Ad School, and also has a great show where he hosts his podcast, A Dose of Black Joy and Caffeine, which is in his sixth season, uh, over 100 episodes. And recently, nice. you can find him on it with Jane with Jane Lynch on The Weakest Link, an NBC game show where he was recently a contestant on. So shout out to my brother, Adu. He doesn't sleep. Thank you. He doesn't sleep. Ooh, Adu, baby, what it is. I know. Jesus. That's, that's, nice. That's, I mean, that's what it's called. Thank you, thank you so much. Jesus Christ. Know, we're gonna let that. We're gonna let that go. Oh, hold on, we're gonna you know, let that let's go. say something. You know, uh, doing all that. That's why I know why I wear my glasses, but you got bags under your eyes because with all those accolades, there's no way you getting more than three hours sleep a night. I'm calling a spade a spade, bro. You're not doing all that in eight hours, bro. I know why I wear my glasses. Now I know why you wear your glasses. <laughs> Listen, you know, I think. Yeah. I think like it's just I don't know it's just like over time I like to get it done you know especially when it's easy and then I just I have fun you know that's the thing yeah. but no I'm definitely getting eight hours of sleep trust me yeah I'm still sleeping it's no I'm still I'm eight still, hours 
eight hours of sleep. Absolutely. That's 100% the thing to do. So I'll tell you what, we're gonna on, on the back channel, everybody, just so y'all know, you might not get it here, but on the back channel, we're gonna get that secret source of how to achieve what he achieved and still get eight hours of sleep. Better believe we're gonna ask him if we can't get to it today, we're getting it on the back channel. We're gonna let y'all know because that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but brother, let's start let's start it off, yeah. man. Like, like yo, start at the tell top. Us about, yeah. tell, us, tell us, tell us your background, yeah. brother. How did you get in the industry? Also, what's your nationality too, brother? I'm curious. Yes, um, black, blackity black, but no, my dad is from Ghana. So I would say that, you know, a lot of that, uh, that, that energy is that growing up, my dad used to always kind of say, you know, oh, you, you, you don't have the business, you know, you need book, bag, pen, paper. Um, so I just always kind of came from that mentality of like getting things done. Also, too, before I dive too much into my story, I want to yeah. uh, send flowers back to you all because this is a great show. Um, Thank so you, I just bro. want to Thank yeah you, let you all know that I mean especially the, it. know about me. See, you know, <laughs> what you know about it's catchy. Me. It is catchy. <laughs> appreciate you, bro. Exciting. That's yeah, why I was you. to the intro because I'm like this is yeah. hot. So congratulations yeah. to you all. But um. Wait, can, wait can I, before you continue, bro, let me just give you yeah. flowers. Why, why is this important yeah. for me, bro? Yeah. I'm going to keep it real with you. I started my journey three years ago on LinkedIn. Everybody was following knows the story, bro. And I started because I didn't see too many of us. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. know there was another one of us. My whole purpose was to speak to the 21-year-old version of me because I didn't have that mentor. And I want to let you know, bro, just reading your accolades and what you've done, you've climbed the corporate ladder and you've done it impeccably. You know what I'm saying? You've done your thing, bro. And it's very hard for brothers like you and I to do so. So I want to give you your flowers for being inspiring and motivating. I know somebody's going to hear this and be like, I can do it. And that's what this shit is all about, man. I appreciate that, man. You know, I know know it sounds, you know, some of our guests, you know, they get uncomfortable with hearing it, especially when they have a lot of accolades. It it almost seems like we're bolstering about you, but we are. We We need (laughs) it, but we are. Because the conversation needs to be had. Long story short, like he said, you don't understand the impact that you're having on future generations. Bottom line, you might never meet the person that you will inspire. You might not never meet the person that you can change his family's life by changing his life and then he'll change lineage. And you might not never meet them. But just know, just because you never met them doesn't mean that your inspiration hasn't carried to them. That's it, bro. That's that. With that said, let's take them to class, baby. Let's take them to school now. Let's take them to school, baby. First period, baby. First period. So you're from so you're from Ghana, right? Yes. You're from Ghana. Um, and you said that your your father already instilled in you right off the bat a strong work ethic. Oh, yeah. yeah a absolutely. very strong work ethic, right? So coming up, um, before we get into like the older the older years, like coming up, what were some of the things that he used to have you do to kind of prepare you to just get in the mood of just working and scheduling and things of that nature? Well, I mean, let's let's talk about that, right? Because yeah. like I said, that's that's where I got a lot of that from my dad. But also at the same time, um, he was not necessarily in my life for a certain period of time. So okay. a lot of the way that I even function is based off of being the older brother. Like, I mean, there's four of us, four siblings, but you know, to that extent, I'm an older brother. So I have an older brother mentality. And I think how I work, how I approach people, sometimes too much, because even in the workplace, so often some people be like, okay, yeah, you really, you, it's feeling like an older brother type of thing. And I'm like, that's what I'm norm. That's what I'm used to being. Um, and then I think what also comes from that is being um, the head of the household naturally, right? To mm-hmm. where it's like, if my mom is a single parent, 
Um, I didn't even realize that I was taking on that role naturally and what I was doing. So it never felt like a burden in that sense of like what I was doing, but it really allowed me to be able to um, grow up a little bit faster. And also from a leadership standpoint, start working at a very, very early age. So I've been working since I was like 13 years old. Um, that sounds horrible. And it also sounds very illegal. Hold on, let me say that too. As three black men on this podcast, okay? Because right. I don't know where nobody's mind's going, but it was at a right. grocery store. Okay, so let right. me say that. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know? I wasn't, no, I wasn't. No, I wasn't going crazy. I was just going to say that's not too bad because by United States standards, you can't get working yeah. papers at fourteen. At fourteen, yeah. so you working at thirteen is you know in another yeah. country or something is is not too far off than our standards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, there yeah. we go. But I realized like I wanted yeah. a job really, really early on um, in my youth because I realized that that was a way for me to just like learn, grow is a way for me to make money. And um, I would say like, in terms of career growth, it really started just hopping from supermarket to supermarket, you know, then hopping from fast food chain to fast food chain. And then also eventually in doing that from, you know, middle school to high school to where like, you know, um, I think, you know, that just kind of led into my career and what I'm doing. So I know that's mm -hmm. a long story, but I say that my no, dad, no. you know, my dad, had that business side, but then also my mom had the very creative side and that's what I kind of got from her, you know? So I, I like to think I'm a mix of, you know, both of them. Yeah. That's dope, bro. That's I can dope, relate to that too. Yeah, because people yeah. don't talk, we don't talk about how those yeah. early jobs prepare us for our career later well, in life, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I worked at Hallmark at 13, bro. I was like the only brother yeah. in Scanlon going straight yeah. from school. I'm sitting there checking bags, but I'm, yeah. I got them J's though, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, so a little bit of insight also, right? The reason I said that is because a lot of us um, urban kids, for yeah. urban kids, right? From when we started to make money, we worked the supermarkets. We called it packing bags, right? Mm -hmm. We would yeah. go to the end of the register, and as the and food come down, we would pack the bags for you. Yep. And the kids, the kids these days do not know how to pack a bag. I'm trying to tell you. The other right. day, I'm like, I don't want my detergent with my ice cream and my bread. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. right. I had detergent smelling like bread, bread smelling right. like ice cream, ice cream right. tasting like detergent. I'm like, you know, so, but those early right. skills are so important, man. Yeah. So yeah. important. I'm telling you, listen, we didn't make a lot of money. Um, we would pack the bags and then the real money was the delivery, right? Do you need help taking your groceries home, right? So, you know, a lot of people didn't have cars. We would push the shopping cart and walk it up the steps for you like that. And, yeah. you know, we would work all day. And for us, like you said, 13, 14 years old, making 80 bucks, 100 bucks a day, that's good money for a 13 yeah. year old. Yeah. That's good money. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was a different type of, you know, 14 year old because, you know, to that standpoint, now looking back on it, you know, there's definitely a lot of growth. I was very, very young, but we understand bias. But, you know, I, I also understand time and efficiency, right? And I think I understood it at a very early age because I would look at cars to really understand, this is going to sound really bad, but who I was going to be able to help to their car to get the tip that I needed. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> it was so crucial, but it was also efficient right. because right. I needed to not only make that, you know, 5.15 an hour working at Kroger's in ATL, um, but I also needed that money. Now, let me tell you something, though, about how I got the job at 14 
and ATL was actually by being racially profiled um, okay. at the same time. So I went in there for a job interview, but what they didn't even realize is that they, I kind of got the job interview based off of also putting them in their place because when I was in there, I was in the magazine section and I was reading a magazine at 14 years old. Mm -hmm. And then the guy said, hey, can you pull up your pants? You know, can you pull up your pants a little bit? So I didn't think what was happening. I mean, you know, naturally I sagged. It wasn't because it was a style. I legitimately didn't have a belt. That's why I hate sagging culture and when people talk about it, because sometimes it's like, maybe that brother can't afford a belt. Did you ever think about that? You know what I mean? Man, but at the point, they say, oh, yeah, oh, no, we just thought you had a magazine in here. And I said, no, I said, I'm actually in here for a job interview um, right. because I want to get hired. So went back, told, you know, my mom, I mean, basically almost flipped the store on its head, as you can imagine, after profiling me. Yeah. But all in all, um, you know, I told them, I said, you know, I told them about myself, what I did, and then they ended up hiring me at 14. Mm. Dope. That's that's a crazy that yeah that's a real story, bro. And you know what? I, I, let's get to the let's get to the shits because as you said that, bro, it made me think about how you've also had to prepare yourself going into the corporate world. How you mm -hmm. have to dealt with yourself in marketing and advertising, and there's only but so many of us, right? So, mm -hmm. what does playing the game mean to you, bro? And how have you been able to achieve what you have? Like, how did you prepare yourself for that? Well, that's the thing. There are no games to be played. I'm not playing mm. any games with anyone. I'm going mm. to call things like it is. Like I think that I think that a part of working and doing things that we have to do, especially as um, black executives and also professionals, it's too much for me to think about doing the best job that I can at work and also playing this game. And I think that sometimes we get into the. You're absolutely right. That legitimately is a thing. And maybe I was there at some point of my career, like very, very early on. But what I realized is that it's too strenuous to really do both. But if mm. you do a good job, you're able to excel, you focus on your work, good work, great creative ideas, and a good personality is undeniable. Like, message! Woo! You cannot get past that no matter what's happening. And so when you focus on that, you're just in a better space. You know, I also started this thing too, to where, Ooh. you know, in terms of like playing the game, when I did realize people were playing games or like, you know, there was that game mentality. If I was to put my head down on my pillow at 9, 10 p.m., which I try to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. If I'm still thinking about you in a standpoint to where I feel like you are playing with me or that there are different things that we haven't talked about. At 9 p.m. or 10 p.m., you're probably going to get a calendar invite for us to talk that next day because I don't lose sleep over anyone. I'm not losing sleep over games because there's just too much to think about and too much to do. So in terms of playing the game, uh, my, advice, my advice would be just to invest in yourself. But there's there's no mm. games to be played. Mm. I love that answer, bro. Because yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to keep it real. I love that answer. But I, I do want to acknowledge that there is one. You know what I'm saying? The way you've been know, able to do Jared, it. Jared, I don't know. I, I, think, have to, I have to go with you, bro. Jared, I think, Jared, I think, but I, I think like, I think that it's ones that people are creating. Because why, okay. why, would you, why would you create a game for the sake of it just to invest into playing this game that doesn't stop and like playing into like the politics? And I realize that all of that exists, but I think that nah. what... If you're asking me what has worked for me, it has truly been investing 100% into like what I'm doing. You know, I think that the when you stay in your mm. own lane, there's something very strong to that. Think about how much you have to navigate to actually 
cross lanes when you're driving. You're looking to the front. You're looking to the back. You're making sure that you're not hitting no cars. But if you have found a comfortable lane for yourself that you're still excelling, no matter if that other person is going into the next lane, you're still going to end up at the same destination. So I'm saying all mm. this to say, like, focus on yourself, stay, in, stay, you know, in your own lane. But when you start playing too many games, for me, it's just been a little overwhelming. That, yeah. Message. I, 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 think, I guess another one. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I, th I think what he what Jerry was more so alluding to is obviously um, you start out a worker. It, there's always a ladder. There's always Absolutely. a ladder, right? Even if you're silver spoon and you can start with a head start with a couple rungs up the ladder, there's still always a ladder. And I think what Jared was alluding to is not the game that you would play yourself, but the game that your superiors would play because you, yes, you can control your lane, right? Mm -hmm. But your superiors and the people that are over you that are, that are designing how you move and telling you what to do. It's their interactions with you. It's, it's the way that they feel about you and the things that they have you do. For example, right? I can tell Jared do a, and he can mm -hmm. do a very directly. Right. But if I know that I don't really like Jared, right, or I think Jared's a threat to me because he works so well, right, instead of telling him to do A, I'm going to tell him to do B because I'm hoping that he messes up. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not going to yeah, give him a clear line of direction. And I think that's what he's talking about. And when you're smart enough to know that the, right. the road is A, that doesn't right. play well with the yeah. It doesn't play well. I, I, I yeah, it doesn't play well. There is politics. So yeah. I'm not saying that you played the politics. Yeah. I love your right. answer. You know what I'm saying? Right. I spoke to Walt Gear about this. We've, we've had conversations with a lot of black professionals about this. Absolutely. You know that it is. But the way you've been able to navigate it, and I love the way you yeah. said it. I'm betting on myself, bro. But sometimes, yeah. as us, even if we do that, there's some obstacles that we still have to overcome that the average person wouldn't have to face. I just yeah. want to acknowledge that. That's all. Yo, before, before you answer, what, what's your what's your um, zodiac sign? Oh, I don't even get into those. I'm God. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just saying, but I, I just want to know. Christ, <laughs> you know you. what I'm just saying? I couldn't even tell you if I wanted to. I'm black. Because, let me tell you. Let me tell you. No, but but, but I, I understand. But let, let no. me tell you why, right? Um, you know, betting on yourself um starts with actually knowing yourself, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And just and just from meeting you now on the show, I can say like you have great energy and you have a great Absolutely. personality, right? But let me tell you, right? That's because you're very comfortable with who you are, yeah. with who you are. And, and the, the more you know yourself, the more you know your triggers and the things that will set you off, the easier you can see something coming and navigate away from it. The, you know what I'm saying? You can see it coming, but like, ah, 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 I know what you're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I asked you that. You know what I mean? That's why I asked you that because, you know, betting on yourself is dope, but, you know, knowing yourself and really understanding your strengths and your weaknesses helps to propel you, propel and, you and forward. And also, you know bro, I mean? that's our that's our motto for our company, outside the box, yeah. bet on yourself. So when you said that, bet on that's why yeah. I, I love that answer, bro. Like, we've got yeah. the merit. That's exactly what it says on our more than the title. It says bet on yourself, yeah. bro. So I love yeah. that you did that, bro. But but tell us, for those listening, bro, like, how did you how did yeah. you enter this space? What was that What was that first opportunity? Was it at Google? Or was it, what was the first opportunity that you did get? And how did you... First of all, before we even get to the jobs, why marketing and advertising? Yeah. I mean, that's good, because I was going to say, like, actually, wow. first opportunity shout out to the clubs in atlanta i mean that's where it okay. started like we're talking about like you know nine nine two thousands um and i mean that was my first opportunity of understanding marketing also understanding um uh creative direction so what mm. i used to do is i used to actually create club flyers so much that i started taking that not only from high school but then i was doing club flyers as you can imagine once i attended 
uh, college. I went to Alabama A&M University. So oh, shout out to all the HBCs. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alabama. Bama boy. Bama boy. Shout out to everybody in Alabama. Everyone, man. And so, you know, to yeah. the actually, and also to side note, so yes, I do host a yeah. podcast, but we did have Ruben Stuttered on there. So, you know, shout out right. to Ruben as well. Um, and, um, but I started designing, you know, club flyers. But if anything, I loved just how much people, you know, were intrigued by it or like what I was doing. And then I started understanding the culture of, you know, and at this time, this is like, pre um you know negative sentiment but this was like you wanted like the stacy dash and the takaras of the world or like the melissa ford so i'm like okay let me now go on google and actually start googling okay which model's hot which one they talking about i used to like you know just kind of like sit there in conversations be like yeah man she bad too and then i used to say someone i used to be like yeah man she she bad too and get the response from everybody (laughs) in the room and that's how i would decide which um, you know, model I was going to put on the flyers because that's just what okay. it was. You know what I mean? Fire. It was the whole thing. So I want to say it was always in me from that age. Um, outside of that, my mom had a daycare center um, at a, as she started becoming an entrepreneur. And so I started designing a lot of the visuals for it and various different things. So I would say that is like my first entry, honestly, into like marketing and advertising. And then I think things had hit me roughly around 2009, we all know that 2009 was just, Crazy. you know, the state of the economy was very, very low. It's very tough to get a job. Um, and it also was, um, you know, I think hard from an entrepreneur standpoint to start a business. So I went back to school um, and got my master's degree, master's of fine arts degree in advertising and marketing and was like, okay, how can I really try to now take what I do into the corporate world so much that my work and my portfolio of me being like an art director started by me showing creative directors club flyers. <laughs> mm, really? That's yeah. crazy. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, it is art. It is art. It is yeah, art. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. It is art. And it goes back yeah. to your point, just like, you know, knowing yourself and putting that work out there. I wasn't trying to create these campaigns or do these Coke ads or do these things for Google. I was just saying, these are my design skills. And I think, any person right. that is truly a creative person is able to look beyond just like, I think the context of the creativity and look at the creativity for like what it is and be like, man, this guy actually knows how to design. So that's how I was able to start getting right. jobs. What do I yeah. say, Chad? Don't box into creativity. <laughs> Don't box well, hold on, into- no, I want, hold on, I want to, you know, I like the backtrack cause he says something um, says that me. speaks on again on his mentality, right? So it started in 2008, right? 2008 is actually listed as a depressionary time for the United States itself, right? So that's the time that you're talking about. So it's hard to get a job. It's hard to do this. It's hard to do that. And you decide to put yourself back in debt. <laughs> he said, I went back to school for a master's. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm just saying, like, most yeah, I, most people well, I, come out of school in debt. So you're like, okay, I came out of school. I got a degree. We're in a depression. I'm not going to get a job. I'm going back to school to <laughs> put myself back. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a hell of a gamble. That's a hell of a gamble. It's a hell of a gamble. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But also at the same time, I think I knew the long term goal of like what right. I wanted to do, because easily mm. that money could have went to a new house. That money could have went to right. a new yeah. car. That money could have went to, you know, a vacation. But I understood the long term goal. Um, and that actually is probably, yes, while it is the largest investment, I don't want to be around the bush around that school is no right. joke. Right. Also, too, for those that are listening, they understand that those loan payments about to come back. Right. Yep. So in right. good shape. 
But I say all that to say it's the long-term investment of what you want to do. And look at that. Who knows, you know, repayment for so many people that may happen. But um, I was not going to sit there stagnant uh, because I wasn't able to bet on myself and invest in myself. And that's what going back to school was. That's a fact. And you know, you know what's yeah. you know what's amazing yeah. about that? Because we talked to so many entrepreneurs that went back to school but didn't follow yeah. what they went to school for. And I'm pretty sure that's yeah. my chat. You know what I'm saying? But you were like, no, I'm gonna do marketing and advertising. And how yes. I'm gonna bring that to the culture. And so you stuck to your plan. So that's what really is the real about that. But what's 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 your BA in? What's your BA in? Uh graphic design with a minor in marketing. Okay, so in the same realm, absolutely. Same realm. The boy yeah. is focused. The boy is focused. <laughs> that's it, baby. That's it. <laughs> He's focused. So that's let it. me so let's talk about this now, right? Okay, so you go back, you you yeah. get the degree, you get the degree, you're doing the flyers, right? Mm -hmm. Um, me as a graphic design person myself. Nice. Um, I can I can you, say what you that you be designing. Let me know. What what's what you what, did you do the logo for the show? No, I didn't do, do the logo the for the merch. show, but I do all the merchandise. I do all the merchandise, okay. the thumbnails and the this yeah. and that. Yeah, I do all of that. Yeah. I was, I was but, like, like, they have a very patriotic tone here. The red. Yeah. red. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, check them out. I was like, I like want to tie it in to the culture. <laughs> yeah. I was like, they are saying they love yeah. America in a set of way or what? Yeah. <laughs> no, well, no. again, again, just, just so you know, right. Um, you know, colors play a part on, on a person's mental, right? Certain colors invoke certain things, right? So when you do the, the standard red, white, and blue colors, it does, without saying, uh, in ter a form of being patriotic and patriotism, yeah. and, and, and it gives a, a tone of friendly, right? Very friendly, very um, uh, oriented to something that you already know and love, right? So mm -hmm. we're not going to say that we, we didn't know that. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're no, not going to no. say that. But I was saying, right, I want to give you props on that because um, in the culture that you're talking about, um, yeah. flyers, flyers, this was, remember now, this is before the internet is like the internet. Yeah. If you wanted to know about the next hottest party, that four by six card was yeah. everything, everything, right? Everything. And let me tell you something, right? You know, some of the hottest clubs in New York is like was the tunnel and stuff back then, right? Yeah. And we, you know, Grand's Tomb. So you would have guys stand outside right with stacks thousands of and just yeah. as people are coming out come to my next party come to my, and you would get like a stack of two three fly and you kept those things because when you you know what i mean and you could tell who had quality and really yeah. had a good like you could yeah. fill your party just by the design of your flyer if you had a phenomenal flyer where somebody's like holy shit this is a phenomenal flyer your party was packed if you had yeah. something that looked like you did it in kinko's with a, with a crayon <laughs> it was over so shout out to you because yeah. that that was a I mean, very that, that yeah. even in itself but see like that yeah. even itself talks about that yeah. era because you just mentioned yeah. kinko's right but now it's yeah. FedEx kinko's, right but it yeah. was like, mm -hmm. like kinko's but i'll never forget that and then i started like realizing you know through business to your point that stack because i used to yeah. do it through 1-800 flyers I used to 1 800 flyers <laughs> you know what y'all know y'all already know what time it was that's a fact I started taxing on top of that and I said, okay, well now yeah. do you want me to do consulting? So like I said, mm -hmm. that was, that was so pivotal for me, but also at the same time, I think understanding the quality of creativity that I still wanted yeah. to bring our culture in that rim 
was something wow. that I still held to like the highest level. So wow. when it came to the alphas on campus or the AKAs, and they, you know, once it started getting to like the Greek organizations, it really starts to become a competition, you know, to where I started being like, man, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm booked. The Omegas got me. And they'd be like, <laughs> man, you got an extra $500 we need. And I'm like, okay, you know. <laughs> For the five, I do. <laughs> you know? Hey, right. So, was, so that, would you, you know what that means, right? That means at that time you was like, okay, not eight hours of sleep. I might get seven and a half. <laughs> I might yeah, get yeah. seven. <laughs> oh, listen, listen. I, I was, was, I was yeah. really in my Urkel bag. I mean, I like to think yeah. I was the coolest nerd on campus, but like, you know, I was, I was making it do what it do. So, um, yeah, man, it's a, it was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah, that's fire, bro. And, yeah. and then, so, so lead us yeah. up into and lead us up into how you got to corporate, how you transitioned from that, because you 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 really honed your skills into that. Like you said, in '09, right. you went back to school, you graduated. What was that first initial opportunity that you that you got after college? Well, once again, I mean, that first initial opportunity was my own. That's when I started my yeah. business. It was called Jayadu Designs. Mm, okay. um, and so that was really tapping into designing for small businesses as well as companies, um, um, uh, barbershops, nail salons. Like I really tapped into like a lot of mom and pops like, you know, that wanted to do because I think it was easy. But I always knew that I wanted to reach more people. And that's what I've always been on is like scaling, you know, who I'm talking to, who I'm reaching. Um, and so from there, after I graduated from graduate school, that's when I entered the advertising industry. So I spent um, roughly around 11 years in advertising, uh, 11, 12 mm. years in advertising, uh, kind of going from art director to senior art director to associate creative director to creative director, working on multiple different brands. But while I was there, I think that's when the turn, obviously, evolution of social media started happening yeah. to where I felt right. like I was at the top of a hill so often screaming to people about social media is important streaming very similar to like what we're in right now when it comes to ai or what we were in you know two to three years ago um which it sounds crazy to say two to three years ago since 2020 yeah. uh, with you know nfts so i realized that i needed to dive into working for you know companies and brands that really valued i think uh social media and the impact mm. of it I think that progress has been made with a lot of agencies and, you know, but yeah. but I still don't know if they're thinking from a social first mindset, right? Because so much of advertising is traditional and it continues to be traditional. But what I realized by starting to look more into positions at tech companies, there was a lot more uh, innovation that was happening uh, with social media, whether that's emerging platforms such as Be Real, TikTok, yeah. or that using traditional social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and so forth. Yep. Yeah. I, I want to I ask you so much. Are you going to say something, Chad? Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, it, it, again, you know, when we talk, we had other guests on the show that, that shows that mentally they were forward thinkers. It's it's already That's clear as day that you can see oh. yeah that you can see what was coming and you had you had the the forward thinking knowledge to say okay I see it coming let mm -hmm. me get ready for it but not only let me get ready for it let me like you said shout it to the masses to try to make sure that I can get as many people on this train as possible and, it's very it's you, very difficult to do that though yeah and I'll tell you yeah. and I'll tell you what I actually no and actually what I what I what I tell you that I told them is I mm. said you know what you know about me. I seen it all. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love him.
I love him already. <laughs> I love him already. I love him already. I love him already. You see, but see, that's what I'm saying, right? You see, but you see, but this is what I'm saying, right? And I just I said it earlier about the personality, right? Your work ethic can be outstanding, but just look yeah. at your personality, right? Um, you know, you make it you make it very easy for somebody to be very comfortable around you, right? And when somebody's comfortable around you, that's when they'll open up to you and you know what I mean? And 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 you can yeah. really get a sense of who you're working with and they can let their guard down and you can really get some things done. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so, also you that's know, what makes you a great yeah. interviewer as well, right? That's a fact. So which, yeah. one big question I always get, bro, because yeah. you know, my, my thing I wanted to do with more than a title, obviously, was to talk to CEOs, entertainers, marketers, really, really get to know the person behind why did you make those decisions how did you scale to your first million what did you sleep in your i want to hear those type of stories bro so yeah. what was what was the idea or the concept behind black uh, dose of black joy and caffeine and how yeah. do you get your guests because that's the oh, biggest question okay. i always get okay yeah you know the guests honestly um they're all my friends <laughs> that's what i tell them too relationships <laughs> that's what i tell relationships. them relationships to say it like it's right even when they come on i have to kind of take a step back to not go into friend territory right because i mean right. while everyone naturally comes on the show to share gems and i mean thank them i thank them so much because i mean that's right. their time out of their heart some also do come on because there's something that they want to promote where it's just like it's yeah. nothing wrong with that like you know no. promotion is promotion i have the platform and also let's share it because what you're promoting is amazing um but yeah to take a you know a step back um, I felt like I was also at a point from a content standpoint, I've always been a content curator of like putting things out there, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but with the Dose of Black Joy and Caffeine podcast, it was to be able to share these stories on an ongoing basis, use my platform in a way that I felt like was uplifting uh, Black creators, marketers um, in the tech PR space and be able to dive in deeper into their stories. Like, I think, you know, um, a little bit of, I think our approach is very similar in terms yeah. of like, um, like, you know, what we want to do. I think the messaging is a little different for sure. But at the end of the day, it's really being able to highlight, highlight Black people, humanize them, and also to have a very Black space. It's a Black podcast hosted by a Black man, Black topics, and that's just what it is. Now, message. Hey, 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 hold on, hold on. Let's talk about it. You can't run past that. that. You're not gonna run past that. You're not gonna run past that. You do Listen, it, bro. That's why I say it all the time. I say it all the time, and I'm I'm unapologetic. <laughs> I'm unapologetic on this shit, right? Stop being afraid to express who and what you are. Stop being afraid to promote who and what you are, right? Because I feel like a lot of people want to want to say these things and be like, yo, this is a black area. And, this, and they feel like, oh, but, you know, other people are going to be like, but why does it have to be? Because this is what I am. And this is what my culture is. And I want to help promote it. There's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely yeah. nothing wrong Chest with that. So the message, right, so the message is the same. We are providing platforms to have necessary conversations so that information can get out there because the conversations need to be had. Plain and simple. Yeah. It's the same message. It's the same message. And I, and I have to be honest, like, you know, there have been those conversations for sure, right. even outside of that, where there have been other people that have said, well, you know, can't you, can't you know? And I kid you not, this is going to sound right. so bad, but this is the actual statement. I also love this person. So, you know, this person, I'm sure if you, if you do follow me, you do hear this, know that I love you. And I thought that it was funny at the time. I get, I get it. But they were just saying, can you have, a, can't you add a little cream to the... <laughs> Cream to the coffee. <laughs> Cream to the coffee. You have my curiosity. <laughs> <laughs>
You know what I mean? And so they, right. I, I do, I do think that he was being funny, which, which, like you know, I totally right. get it. But, you know, I mean, that's that's just it's not that's that's not the purpose. You know, and it's not to even. It's it's just I'm doing naturally what I feel is right, right. and um, hopefully making people better because of it. That's that's dope, bro. I ain't gonna lie, we 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 interview everybody. Our our lineup is so diverse, but that's why I yeah. also love the show, right? I love what you've yeah. been able to accomplish with that, bro. Like, and what do you what do you feel like? Actually, yeah. I'm actually this because I, I I'll give you one of my stories as well. Yeah. What was one of your favorite interviews? Or one of what is one of the biggest gems that you got? Because I you you got a hundred episodes. I'm pretty sure you got some life changing gems within these conversations. What was one of your favorites? Oh man, that's geez. I mean, I've talked to a ton of people. Um, I would have to say my favorite was Bozema St. John. Um, mm. I think that that was a strong and can, can you explain to the people? Because some people don't know who she okay. is, bro. So yeah, 100%, 100%. And shout out to Bose. I mean, I think yep. what I love about Bozema St. John is that she has truly led and paved the way for um, what it takes to uh, achieve excellent marketing mm-hmm. while still authentically um, really being true to who you are. You know what I mean? And I think through the interview, she talks a lot about authenticity, also embracing who you are, how you show up. Um, and um, all while still, you know, honoring, um, you know, her background of how she grew up, you know, um, in West Africa and what that looked like to her. So I think that she was amazing. Well, hello. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Um, man, I, yeah, I think Bose was amazing. Uh, we've also had Tori Hearn on the show where I think that he did an amazing job of just talking about you know, being a, an executive and having to navigate through layoffs, which is something that we don't hear about, right? I think yeah. that a lot of people are on the receiving end of that to where they have been laid off or all that they know is that their senior vice president or CEO or their chief marketing officer has had to let them go. Even in those decisions, you know, they're still not explaining that. But I think for him to be so vulnerable in his position, talk about how he had to do that at his time at Lyft, and what that looked like behind the scenes was a lot of information that is helpful in moments that you're just feeling like, well, they don't care about me or this happened. It's like, no, this whole kind of yeah. is happening. So um, it's really, yeah. really exciting. Um, you know, I'll give a little exclusive. I do think that we have some exciting. Hold on. Let's give us a Line them up. Line them up. Line them up. Line them up. Exclusive. <laughs> look, you heard here first. <laughs> know, look, also too, I'm trying. I'm trying. This is consider this my audition to be to be the third to be the third person on this one too. If y'all ever need me, let me know. Trust me. Done deal. Oh, bro. oh, let's done deal. Done deal. Done deal. I'm really trying to sleep. No, no. no. <laughs> done deal. I'm, I'm done deal. I'm, yeah. I'm joking, but um, but no, um, you know, with season seven around the corner, um, I mean, I think that the number seven is uh, just, uh, it is completion, you know, for me. I'm not saying I'm ending the podcast by no means, but I do think that there are some very well-rounded episodes on uh, season seven of the podcast coming up. So too many to name, but I would have to say those are two that really stand out. I, I'm, okay. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you one gotcha. that, that stood out from from yeah. last season, bro. And it's the brother's book who you have behind you, Dr. Marcus Collins. My guy. So one one story he told me was about the Steve Stout story, the mm-hmm. translation. Did he tell you? Did you tell you that on the interview? 
No, no, I might have missed this. Yeah, so, so it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was, out, it was a, uh, Dr. Marcus Collins. And I won't go into the long story, bro, but but basically yeah. he got a job at an agency, right? And Steve Stout wanted to hire him. He tried to get a job for him. He said he didn't take the meeting because he went to another spot. Steve Stout called the agency he was with, booked a meeting for them just to pitch them to try to act like they was going to do work together, which was all like BS. He just wanted Marcus in the room. <laughs> right. All BS. Wanted Marcus right. in the room. He said the pitch. Everybody's looking like, yeah, we're going to talk to you guys. We're going to send a follow up. Hey, Marcus, let me talk to you. You always take the call, brother. You always, always take the meeting. You always take the meeting. You don't know what I was yeah. going to do. And, da, da, da. Yeah. and then um, a couple months later, it stayed in touch and he ended up going to translation. We became award winning marketer. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. So that was one you one crazy you know, story. Shout out to my brother, I, Dr. Collins. I just thought about it when you said that. Um, when he talked about executives and you know, talk about the layoffs. Remember, we talked to Veronique. And yes. Veronique gave the story of when she had the opportunity, when you know, times got hard and things slowed up with the company, if she was going to uh lay people off or if she were going to keep the company and what that would look like financially and stuff like that. So that was a phenomenal story too, because she chose not to lay people off. She yeah. said, if we're going to take a cut, we'll all take a cut from the top down and I'm going to keep my staff and I'm going to push through this thing. So I think, you know, having that kind of conversation is dope, but sidebar on that, right? I hear, I hear all the inspiration. I hear about the mom, the mom and the pops thing, but yeah. I know, I know it has to be somebody, right? Somebody outside the family that has had like a, a, a life changing impact on you, whether you've met them or not, right? Maybe like you just follow their work or you've heard a message or you just seen them do something one time that has inspired you. Who's, who's that for you? You know, I got to shout out, um, man, there are so many people um, that I can shout out. Uh, okay. but I would say that God has played a huge role in my life. Um, okay. Just in Religion. Like, uh, yeah. How I navigate. Um, I always like to say, even in terms of like overall creativity, I think that that is the greatest creator outside of anything, how I move. I think that prayer is crucial to going into a meeting or a pitch that, you know, is about to happen. But um, definitely faith has played a huge role in my life. Okay. Absolutely, man. And that and that's a and that's a that's a com that's a common answer that you actually hear from a lot of celebrities um that have you know climbed. I mean, I'm a celebrity now. Hold on, chat. I don't need people. You are a celebrity. Nah, you are no no no. We're not gonna downplay it. We're not gonna downplay it. We're not gonna downplay it. You can't again get listen, get get comfortable with your accolades. (laughs) Get comfortable with your accolades. Yeah. Okay, is you know walking you know walking the planet though uh right. tiffany all warren uh the founder and uh creator of ad color, ad color yeah you ad know color. Tiffany. um i think yeah. tiffany has done just an outstanding job of being at the forefront of diversity equity and inclusion while still yeah. you know growing within her career and what she's doing and making a difference she's also a dope creative really really strong creative right. Um, you know, um, I had the opportunity to actually work for her for like five years, uh, too. So, you know, nice. really kind of doing social media. So I think that, you know, I would have to definitely uh, say Tiffany. So shout out to Tiff if you are. Shout, shout out to Tiff. Yeah, shout out to Ad Color yeah. for giving you know, us a platform on that level, like straight up and that's down. A fact. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but I, I talk about talking, it all the time. Yeah, I was going to say, but they, they were talking about social media, bro. Like, what, yeah. what are some exciting campaigns that you worked on in your career? What, what If you had to mention one, because you have a lot of accolades, what is one campaign that you worked on that you're super proud of that maybe had a lot of obstacles? What is that one that you'd be willing to share with us? I think it would have to be one that I just did not expect. I think that that's the beautiful thing about working in social or even just social media in general is when you're not expecting it and you go to sleep and it's like, whoa, what happened? 
And that would have to be when I was working at THX. So you mentioned THX earlier that was founded by George Lucas. And for some of the people that aren't familiar with the company, you're probably familiar with the THX sound before a lot of Pixar films. So if you watch Pixar films- The movies, the movies. Yeah, the movies, the movies, mm-hmm. period, right? The yeah. period. Anytime the you heard mm-hmm. that sound during a movie, you knew that that movie's sound quality was going to be on yep. 10, and you were excited about it. So something that yeah. I did there for the 35th anniversary of uh, THX, I was kind of going through the archives because I'm like, there's so many things here. I mean, whether that's Star Wars. And so what I ended up coming across in the basement is the original um, music notes for that sound. And so the music notes outlined how that gradual pitch up was. So what we did was naturally just said, you know, let's post this on social. Um, that was even on Facebook. It was a simple post, but I think what what we did in that moment was we exposed and we posted something which was behind the scenes content that a lot of um, individuals into audio and sound were super, super excited about. But the virality of that was just insane. I mean, individuals from Ava DuVernay, Jimmy Fallon, Elijah mm. Woods, um, and, and these names, I'm mentioning them because they're also so random, but I say all right. that to say that like, you know, I think that there was something about nostalgia and that sound. So once we put that out there, what I followed up with was it was called the Deep Note Challenge. And this was the mm. day that to you put a, a name and a preference before every challenge. Ice Bucket Challenge, Candy right. Challenge, Baba Challenge, right? So it was really early. So I took that structure of the challenge and then I had individuals and prompted individuals to record that sound using any instrument that they want. So now that everybody had the music notes, you could sing it. You could use your horn to do it. You could mm. use straws to make the sound. You could use drums to make the sound. We had someone that, um, you know, made the sound um, through, um, you know, an electric uh, kind of like keyboard there. But I say all that to say it's that virality, because once you have that moment, you want to try to also sustain the conversation as much as possible. But to date, I really love that because I think that it was um, one, there was no budget involved, two, unexpected, but it was really, really, really based on uh, community engagement. So that one is still uh, close to my heart. Great. Well, you ain't got to give us specific, <laughs> specific metrics. How did that perform? You ain't got to give us specifics. What was like from an engagement perspective, just so I can get a ballpark? Because I'm a social media guy, bro. Like with no budget, yeah. I got to see, you know what I mean? That, that, that was, that was, that was like in the, the two mil uh yeah that was like in the two mil early day and also i'm just quoting i may just be quoting facebook only you know at that not even to mention twitter but um whatever it was trust me i have a screenshot and also too it ended up on um nbc news so like from uh (laughs) you know wait a minute time out you said hold on i gotta go you know i'm (laughs) hold on hold on though you found it in the basement. You release. I hope you got this shit clear. That's intellectual. I hope you then. You know that's like a trademark. Yeah, that sound. They know it's no, hard. Yeah, it's he hard. For the company. Oh no! Oh no! I just want to. I'm. Just, I, I understand. You can work for. That's like me working for Ferrari and then putting the, the design engine for the Ferrari or the, no, the yeah, four thirty Marcella. It was a social huh? media campaign using that sound, so they was trying to you know elevate brand awareness. No, 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 no I just want to make sure. I just no, want they they, they get legal gate at the green light and they listen, said thank no, you so much for no because because. But Jay, listen, but to his point, though, right. it does bring up a 
point because I did, but I did have a lot of autonomy to that standpoint to where I didn't have to go through that many chains of commands. And right, I, that's what I'm that, saying. I think that that is what's also killing social right. media at the moment. Is red that tape. We have the right. red tape. We have the PR. We have comms. We have. Right. I mean, you still want to have legal for sure, but there are too many comms related managers and um, executives in the process to where you just should let community managers run with it. And I think that's where some of the best right. brands are doing the best work, whether that's Wendy's, whether that's Duolingo. Um, I think that that's what's really happening. So, I mean, at the time, it was literally just me at that specific time. My team later on grew, but at that time, it wasn't that many people. So that red tape does, I think, kill virality of different campaigns and ideas. But um, that one was so much fun. I think the other things uh, I've been, you know, had anywhere from 100K budgets to, you know, one mil budgets and, you know, plus. But it's just like we, you know, we pay to play. So I don't really, you know, get that excited about it. No, that okay. you started from the ground level yeah. with that. You know, you know yeah. what it reminds me? It reminds me of another story. I'm going to send you the clip afterwards, bro. The mm -hmm. Airbnb Beyonce story. Where basically somebody we had, Eric Toe, the shout out to my guy, Eric. He basically mm -hmm. came in. It was a Super Bowl moment when she said Red Lobster. He said, yo, if they ever say our brand, he went the next day. He said, if any, they ever say our brand, we got five minutes to respond. The next day they said some shit. Oh, yeah. They had five yeah. minutes to respond, yeah, bro. Yeah, and then yeah, they yeah, capitalized yeah. on it. It ended up going crazy. Yeah. So when you say that, it was like, yeah, that's fire, bro. Yeah, so, we, I, you know, I want to know, um, coming from humble beginnings and, you know, obviously climbing the ladder, starting to feel your success, starting to feel like. Um, mm -hmm. No, I'm not. That's the thing, Chad. I am not. I'm not. I am not. I, no, well, talk I'm, about it. I'm at come humble. on. I, I'm not come saying. On, I'm come saying on now. What? <laughs> you hold on. Hold, like, listen, listen. It's no, listen, listen. You are still a human being. You are still a human being and you still have emotions, right? You started somewhere. And you are somewhere. There's no way you telling me you didn't have a mama. I didn't make. I made it moment. There's no way you're gonna tell. You can still be humble, but there's no way you're not gonna tell me you you. It was one point in your life, or you know, at some success point when you looked at your mother, you call your mom and said, you, "You know, your son about the blah blah blah." It's no. Come on now, talk to me. The Super Bowl, mama, turn the channel. Right, exactly. Because again, it's not only for you. It's not only for you. It's for your family. Right. I've done the, I've done the Super Bowl, and I, I've actually right. I haven't had that moment, but. Um, no, I think I just have a I just have a head down mentality. Maybe that will change, but um, I do come up to smell my roses for sure. You know, I certainly do appreciate it, but like I I still don't I still don't see like my north star of like what I want to do and also what I want to mm -hmm. achieve. I also keep my cards very close. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> wrong with that, brother. I have so okay. I have been burned so. I, I, you know, I, I can't share too much, uh, you know, but in terms of what I want to do, um, you know, there, there's a bigger, uh, a bigger plan, you know, to, to everything okay. that I'm going to work on. And, and, in the words of Pac, I would yeah. say, keep your head up, brother. Like what yeah. you've accomplished. I and really when I get to chat, like it just had to be a moment because I've had moments like that. Like I was 26 yeah. years old in London, right? Getting paid. I was, I was one of the con, con lines, first black employees. I was mm -hmm. one of the first employees in New York, actually. So I'm yeah, being right. flown out back and forth, and I don't have a degree. I'm sitting there from the Bronx with the baggy pants and the Pradas and braids. You feel me? <laughs> and I'm keeping it real well, with I you. Rem I remember when you called me and you told me, you was like, yo, you know they, you know they sending me to, to Paris, right? Yo, I'm going to Italy. I, you go, yeah, what? I got a He's like, yeah, and I got a black card, yeah, and I got yeah. this. And I, like, yeah. and, and he was so like, and I don't got to pay for it. <laughs> and I don't got to pay for it? <laughs> no, five years ago, I was working at BBQ smelling like ribs. What do we know? Yeah, yeah. I, no, I remember that call. I remember that call. I remember That's that call. That's my story. So, so, so yeah. what Chad is saying is like for the brothers yeah. that 
that we talked to as well, right? The brothers yeah. from my neighborhood that they can't even fathom working on a Super Bowl. What was yeah, that right. one moment for you that was like, yo, yeah. bro, I really did it, and I like, I'm so proud of myself. Yeah, gotta be a moment. You gotta, gotta give us one, one. bro. Gotta give us one. You, bro, yeah, two. you gotta give us at least one, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One. Listen, listen. The I, I think I think I think that what I am working on and also what I am what I am building, I'm really, really excited about it. Um, okay. If, if anything, if any moment I will say is, you know, I think the success to date of the podcast has still been humbling because I'm blown away by the people that listen and the response and like everything that's taking place. So I would just have to say, you know, to continue to be able to have a season of the podcast and have episodes, um, it still is humbling and a beautiful thing. And that's every single season. Um, what I want to do and where I see the podcast, though, still have a long ways to go with that, you know. Um, right. But today, I would have to say a dose of like joy and caffeine podcast. Since y'all, got, since y'all got me up against the, and I'm gonna no, throw it out I mean, there. Yeah, come on, man. It's gonna yeah. be a dose of black yeah. joy and caffeine more than a title collaboration. I'm throwing it out there. Oh, this ain't gonna be our first. He's time. projecting. He's projecting. I'm, I'm keeping it out there. I'm throwing it out there. I love that. So, yeah, okay. All right. And listen, I understand the humility. I understand the faith. Yeah, I respect so let's light. Respect so let's lighten it up a little bit, right? Pressure does bust pipes, right? You're a human wait, being. I didn't know, Even, wait, 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 wait. But huh? wait, I didn't know. I didn't know it was heavy. When did? Word. I'm going to say the same. No, 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 no. I no, I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm, no, no. I'm talking about lightening it up. Like, I, well, you know, we're talking about the business and the success, right? Because I, I got to get to it. Because I, I, I'm looking for this answer. Like, so, you, you know, you work and the faith and all that. But what does a do like to do to relax? I, I you know, you got to give me something. Like, you're working hard. You're focused, but you got to come up from air for some at some time. So, what do you do to relax? What do you pause, do? Pause, 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 pause. <laughs> God, you thought I was gonna go an episode without one? Yeah. <laughs> I, listen, hold on. I let him. I let him go with the cream on the corn. You pause. You, he, he's supposed to get the pause net. Cream on the corn. Hey yo. Hey yo. Right there. I, I said that. He's the cream on the coffee. He's the cream in the coffee. <laughs> hey yo. This is a mess. <laughs> but um, <laughs> this is a mess. Man. Like Jared, Jared, Jared. You know, me and Jared are big like um adrenaline guys, right? We, you know, we go out, we get the jet skis. Um, Jared, here, I'll tell you a funny story, right? To, to give you an example, right? So we're big fishing guys, right? Nice. Jared was just in Grenada, right? Mm. They must have fought like baby jaws because they fought a fish for three hours. No, seriously, like three hours. Wow. Him, my other cousin, his brother, uh, his too, father. Bro. Huh? Bro. I said, did Yo, he they, get it? Like, no. No, no. Three no, hours they, and lost it. it. And lost oh, it, man. and lost it. But wait a minute, though. The fish fought him, my cousin, his father, the first mate, the captain. Everybody taking turns trying to reel this motherfucker I'm fighting. Live. I'm on live. He's trying to hold up the phone at the same time. It's hilarious. So that's what I'm saying, right? So what does a do? What do you like to do? And like, do you like to? Are you a book reader? Because I know a lot of my guys that read books, right? Um, that's how they like to spend their dives. What are you doing your downtime to just kind of relax? Yeah, you play ball or you're a sports guy or actually the complete opposite of like the adrenaline. Like I am a nature guy. Like I'm okay. I'm, I'm deep in the woods anytime. Like even 
even after this call, I'll text you all. Like, I just, I was just yeah. in Jamaica, but where I was yeah. staying in Jamaica, everyone okay. was asking me, like, you know, what's the name of it? Which there was like this resort portion, but I found the most peace, like, just in literally the jungle, you know, of Jamaica. And um, I think it's just something about being close to nature. And um, it's, it's to me, the uh, most amazing, you know, creation. And I also, too, I think a lot of that is because it's the one place that I could disconnect from what we do. I mean, even with, you know, all of us on this call, I think we have to be so closely tied to uh, social media and digital naturally because of our lives, but also too, when you are doing it from um, an extracurricular standpoint, shall I say, or as a hobby standpoint, right. even an additional business standpoint, that's also it. But when it comes to disconnecting and being in the jungle, um, also scuba, I scuba dive. So scuba diving. There we go. That's what I'm talking. We, we scuba dive. Me and Jared scuba dive. Yeah. Yeah. Deep underwater. Now, what I will say is though, I right. am allergic to seafood. So this was new to okay. me because naturally it's like, okay, I'm underwater. I didn't think I would have that type of impact. So it's it's hitting me a little differently these days. But being in water, being in the jungle, being um like mere woods, part of the reason why I even live in California right now is to be closer to nature. I love nature, right. man. That's dope, bro. Have you have you been to um you know Dubai opened up their their deep dive pool? I'm dying I to that. go. Yes, I, I was that. there. I was in yeah, yeah. I was there right before they opened it, and they was like, oh, it's not completed yet, and we left, and they opened it, and I've just seen so many pictures. We Man, gotta go. Gotta I heard they I heard they got yeah. like a bar down there too. Like I heard that. Oh, I mean, I heard... <laughs> I've seen. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like no, listen. I've seen guy was with a shopping cart and all that. No, it was crazy. No, it was. Jeez. Uh, and they have like they have um and they also have um a uh, like a fake like a uh, car store down there so like they have like yeah. these Cadillac yeah yeah it's big it man is, it is yeah it, it is wild but I I have seen that yeah. I've been buying it um I don't know if it's gonna be too commercial once I get there but I mean you know how right. they buy it but I, I love yeah. just being close to uh nature you know respecting it animals. Um, I mean, I was talking to my nephew the other day just about all the animals that like, you know, camouflage. So that's my way right. of like disconnecting and also too staying grounded as well. Okay. Hey, I love, I, 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 that's a good answer. There's nothing wrong with wanting to disconnect from something that you're doing 90% of the time. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It, it's, it's actually refreshing, right. To put the phone down and do not disturb and yeah, I can understand that. That's it, man. So, that's what, so what about, um, what about family? I do. Um, family guy, you're thinking of settling down soon, kids, talk to me about that. I mean, you know, More than a talk title. to me, man. More, listen, because at the it end of the day, we're talking legacy. We're talking legacy, yes. right? Yes. We're talking yeah, legacy. Well, all right. And I heard you say nephew, so, you know. I said what? I heard you say oh, nephew. You were talking nephew. about your, yeah, your yeah, nephew, yeah, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, right. you know, I, I absolutely do love, uh, you know, love my family. Um, I mean, okay. I will say I did just get out of a relationship, you know, so okay. shout, out to, shout out to both of us. Uh, hope she's doing well. I'm, I'm doing well. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll definitely see. But what I will say is that I do think that it is hard to think about navigating life. And even as you think about gradually yeah. attaining a certain level of success to do that without partnership, because that balance and that companionship really does add a level to, you know, um, even remaining sane, you know, outside of wow. the nine to five and business and different things that you're doing. So I do think that that's important. Yeah. Message. 
Boy, you know, it's it's crazy that he actually said that because that was real. You will listen. No, that's real because you'll listen to a lot of people, and the story that you'll get is that it destroys the relationship because you work so much. But mm. you said it's more important to have the relationship because it gives you that support system to keep going. So, you know, that was that's a dope answer right there. I love that answer. Yeah. Absolutely, because it's, so it's so much on yeah. our plate in a day to day that it you is. Know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to have to think about what we're gonna have for dinner. Yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. What movie we yeah. want? I don't want to think about. Yeah, that, you know yeah. What I'm and also, too, it's, it's 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 you stepping back into reality. To be honest, yeah. right? Because the worlds yeah. that we all live in, the brands that we work for, none of that is none of that is real. Like it's. It's, it's, it's real in the sense of like what's happening and also what we're like, you know, focusing on. But there's an end goal, right? There's a margin that we're trying to do. There is a, a sale that we're trying to make. There is a level of persuasion, I think, that we're trying to do. But when you're able to go home to your spouse or and or to the your companion, significant other, mm-hmm. your significant other um, yeah. there's nothing that comes close to that reality of just stepping away from all that in order to really be fueled. And um, you know, work towards legacy. So yeah, man, you know, we'll see. This guy, this guy has all the good answers. I'm saying you got me missing my baby. I'm about to First of all, he said, shout out to her. No, so, you know, again, like this guy, this guy's like, shout out to her. So, you know, uh, shout out to both of us. Shit, that was so that was crazy. Who, who's your publicist? Who's your publicist? I want to meet her right now. After this show, we're going to talk to her publicist, his publicist right now. He was ready for this goddamn call. He, he can't tell him. <laughs> Shout out to both of us. We ended very amicably. And, um, you know, but it's dope. It's dope. It really no, is dope, though. There's no, no, there, right. there's, there's no media training. It's just like that. Yeah. I'm serious. You know, I just think yeah, that, yeah. like, you, I want everybody to be good. And, you know, yeah. if that doesn't work, then it just doesn't work. You know, you want everybody yeah. to be good. So that's it. But y'all are, y'all are funny, man. I yeah, love it. Yeah. <laughs> yo, I know we're up on, we exactly on an right. hour, bro. On an hour. Bro, I just want to tell you yeah. right now, TFA scan, yeah. bro. For those listening, this is my first time meeting the dude. So yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, like from, from yeah. people listening to, to really how important this is for me. Yeah. I don't, anybody who's moving on LinkedIn, that's a black creator, I know. Yeah. And I make sure to know. And I make sure to reach out or vice versa, bro. And when I seen you doing what you do, I knew I was going to have you on the show. I knew I was going to reach out, bro. And I just want to tell you right now, bro, thank you for coming to the platform. Thank you for sharing your gems. Thank you for sharing your story. What you've been able to accomplish needs to be told, bro. And sometimes like, I I, I love your humility, bro, but I would love for you to flex, bro, because I know how difficult (laughs) it is to get there. I'll flex for you. That's what I was going to say. I'll flex for you. Let me tell you something. That's wait, what I was going to jump in and say. Yeah. In New York, right? Yes, yeah, sir. we in New York. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, maybe, yeah. maybe. I mean, yeah, because honestly, like, this this is crazy, but I've never, I've never popped bottles. Really? Oh, now nah, it's over. Now nah, it's over. That, so we, listen, I'll tell you right now. No, 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 no. I'm, no, 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 no. I'll tell you right now. When you come to New York, we get, we get in the content. We pop in the bottles with a dude. That's what we do. You know, that's what, New York, that's what we do in New York. If we go to the, let me tell you something. It's almost like taboo. I feel offended if I gotta wait it in line at a bar for a drink. I feel offended. Like, you want me to wait in line for for a drink? Yeah, I I feel offended. But let me tell you. But let me tell you though. What I wanted to say is, um, believe Jared. Right? When we talk about the sincerity, because when I've uh, throughout this interview, I've heard the sincerity in your voice. Right? And I just want to tell you something. Even before you came on the show, 
me and Jadis have many conversations about you. When he tells you that he will champion for you, that's because he's already been championing for you without you knowing it. Because he feels that strongly about the culture and he feels that strongly about people moving the culture forward. He's not telling you no lie. He's not sitting up here trying to, you know, spread, you know, give you a bunch of bullshit for the ratings. He's telling you the truth. What he said to you is what he's already been saying. And he's going to say it to anybody that he feels needs right. to hear it. And that's the important part to it. You that's know what I mean? So we, we yeah, got it. So, out the, I'm gonna tell you right yeah. now, bro. Like I told you earlier, we got it out the mud, bro, from the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah. I, I, bro, I was in an agency selling SEO services, and I'm talking to Detavio. I'm talking to James Lindsay, CEO yeah. of Rap Snacks. I'm talking to Solomon Choi, owner of yeah. Sixteen Handles, bro. And then I started yeah. to realize the value of the brand, the value of the relationships. I remember in sales, bro, they talk about a black book. I needed those relationships, and I wanted to scale me because I know my my heart. I know what yeah. I know. And I want to scale me. If I just talk to you on the phone, I don't close the deal. That doesn't scale. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what social media. So social media changed my life, bro. And I want to help others change their life that look like us. And yep. so for you to do that and you doing what yeah. you're doing, and then we have the same circle, bro. I'm doing this from a couch in Indian style in the Bronx. Jabari, <laughs> yeah. JD, Kofi, Bose, I would love to holler at y'all. But these are the people that I've been able to meet, bro. So for me, coming from the Bronx, that shit mean a lot to me, bro. Yeah. See? Yeah. See, so what do we talk about about the inspiration that you can have without even meeting somebody? See, I just met today and, and you have had a big impact on his life before even meeting him. So see, he's a living testament to what I said to you earlier. I was born in Queens. I don't think I mentioned that, but I was born in Queens, Jamaica. Africa. Oh, no, you didn't say you was born Jamaica. Oh, man. Oh, South Side? South Side? South Side? South Side? South Side. Very mood, very, you know, when I was young. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely, you know, like I said, you know, out, out mm -hmm. the mud, I think that that gets missed, especially when you see yeah. such large platforms. So, yeah, I appreciate y'all coming on, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm stay in contact. Yeah. Wait to yeah, let them know. Let them know where to find you at. Let them know where yeah, they can please, find please. you. And yeah. the next even, I mean, no, y'all let me know when the next family reunion is. What you mean? No, I'm and talking about the people listening. You know, let, let them know if, you know, anybody that wants to reach yeah. out to you and, you know, follow your story. Where can, where can they find I'm you? Trying yeah. get a, I'm, trying get a, I'm trying to get a plate at the cookout, but no. My name is <laughs> Joseph Black Joy, and that's across all platforms. So whether you are on Instagram uh, or X, Twitter X, Threads, but yeah, Dose of Black Joy, um, B L K. And then when it comes to a Dose of Black Joy podcast, you can listen to that across all streaming platforms. So. Right. Um, yeah, check us out, please. Season yeah, seven. and I'm and, and I'm letting you know now. Uh, even if you give up the podcast, I think you got too much knowledge not to spread. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious. You got too much knowledge not to spread. So we're definitely gonna do pause, something. Pause. 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 I can't do nothing. I'm sorry. That was mad funny to end off. That was mad funny. My fault. My bad. <laughs> I'm just saying you got a lot of knowledge, and, and we definitely want to get it out there. Um, so definitely, we're gonna do something special, uh, like a special. I, I'm scared to say anything now because he's gonna attack me. Can we? Bro, this is good. Thank for you. showing up, man. Oh, bro, yeah. just give us give us one second. I want to get your number real yeah. quick before we end off. Yeah. For everybody listening, yeah. thank you again for yeah. another episode of More Than a Title Labor Day. Yes, we sir. From my expert opinion, pulling up to the show is gonna be yeah, happy. man. We moving out here, y'all. We moving, moving. And this is inspirational, baby. I do, my guy. Appreciate Listen. you. Let's get him, baby. What you know about me? Heard it all, oh, what you know about me? I've done it all, just one.